This one's just a little talk for the children and adults. Jesus is for life, not just for Christmas. Jesus is for life. And the reading um, is John 8, 12, famous one. Jesus spoke and said to the people, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus, the light of the world, not just for life, but for Christmas. Now then, don't you find Christmas a bit weird? Um, We've just put down the Lego to come here to worship a condemned criminal. Isn't that strange? Traded in the Lego to come and spend some time worshipping a condemned criminal. Um, Some people here, actually, more than we love Lego and Toblerone bars, love a condemned criminal called Jesus, who died under a capital charge of blasphemy, or by the Romans, sedition, troublemaking. Uh, My friend said, though he did that, he's really interesting, this figure, because he also, he, like civilizations have been formed in the name of this condemned criminal. Buildings, even in Wales, have been built in the name of this condemned criminal who was murdered in his 30s. Isn't that strange that we're here worshipping him instead of playing with Lego? My friend said this, he put it quite well, this person that we're worshipping this morning, was born in a shed into poverty. He was a refugee for parts of his life. Then he became a carpenter. Then at age 30, he put down his hammer and started preaching. And he preached with this northern accent, which other people made fun of him for. Other people had a go at his mum. He told stories, though, like this. Oh, there's going to be this movement, and nothing's going to stop it. And in 2022, that movement's going to carry on. And then he was killed, murdered, in his 30s. And he was put up on a piece of wood, and the message is this. If anybody follows this guy, you're going to end up like him. You better run from this chap. And yet, 2022, here we are. We've put down the Lego for a little moment from this baby who's the most disruptive baby in world history. Not bad for a baby born in a shed. Here we are. Now, why? Because some of us believe he's the light of the world. Don't know if you do. Don't know where you go for light and peace and, oh, how do I get through the day? Some of us here think this condemned refugee criminal is the light of the world. Some of the children do. Some of us think he's not just for Christmas, but he's for life. Now then, um, children, what did you get when you switched the light of your front room on this morning? Anyone want to shout something out? Great things happen when lights come on in darkness. What did you get? I got the white Toblerone bar I was helping for. Not the chocolate rubbish one, the white one. Good Christmas for me. Go on, anyone want to shout something out? Who's going to be brave? When the lights came on, what did you get? A jumper. Wow. That jumper that you're wearing? Nice. The dog licked you. Wow. It was that on your list? Can the dog lick me for Christmas? Yeah, it's fun, definitely. Yeah. What else happened when the lights came on? What'd you get? Did you get Nike track suits, you two boys at the front, by any chance? I think you might have done. Broke the bank, I tell you that. 
Santa's bank. Um, all right, well, you didn't show out as much as I did hope, so we'll move on from that bit of the circle. Go on, What's, is, uh, what are you showing me? Is that Barney? A van? A van and a train, wow. When the lights came on, you saw the van and the train. Um, the back doors and the front doors open? My goodness! Wow! Okay, anything else, Barney, or can I uh, move on? Do they do anything else? Brilliant. When the lights came on, such glory with that van. Um, now then, amazing things happen when lights come on. Now, some people here, we don't just worship Jesus at Christmas for nostalgia because our grand did. We literally believe he's light throughout the year. Why though? Why do some people only drop in at Christmas? And it's just like this nostalgic fairy tale. But the rest of the year, they face the darkness themselves. Why? Why does only some people have him for a day and not for the year? I think the answer is this. Lots of people around the world think this is a nostalgic fairy tale which doesn't offer actual light for the rest of the year. I think that's it. Um, some of you might ask this, where are you God and where were you this year? I'm in church this morning but you're not light to me. You're not peace to me. Do you even care? And lots of people conclude, no, it's just a fairy tale. I'm here for the good laughs, the, you know, get in the mood for one day a year. And you look at the Christmas cards and they're like, Jesus brings light and peace and joy. But you turn on the news and it's dark, depressing, sad. It's like goodwill to all men and like people are arguing everywhere and some places really harming each other. It just seems fake. How does he call himself the light? I don't see it. Is that why some people do just choose Jesus for one day in the year? Like, how is he lighting up anything? I thought this verse says good things happen when lights come on. Well, when I turn the news on, there's like bullying, death, people crying, things going wrong everywhere in work. I've got my own personal tragedies. I feel outside. I'm struggling with this and that. Like, how dare people say Jesus is the light this day and that he can be the light all year round. Okay, I think here's the answer as we sort of get to part two of this one. Some people think he's the light for life and that he does bring good tidings. And I think this is the key answer, that he, this Jesus, children and adults, he is the light. He is the peace. It's all bound up in him. It's him. He's the light of the world, but it's him. Like everywhere else can just be like hard and dark and difficult. Like you know about that from this year. But it's, this text says he is the light. And when things connect to him, it gets just light. In the darkness, light. Now a few years, children, listen to this. Um, I bought my wife a head torch, which is very practical. It didn't go down as well as I thought it would. But, because I thought every lady needs a head torch. Practical gift. Anyway, we needed it the other day for some reason. But I said, Rita, get the head torch. But 
She hadn't even charged it. It was in the drawer where it has been for a few years. Heartbreaking for me. But the light of the house that we needed, the head torch, that is the light of the house because there were no other things working. So it's like Jesus is the light of the world. Well, the head torch was the light of the house. There's only one to light things up. And Rita had left it in the drawer. But it's still a light. But we had left it in the drawer. Right? (laughs) Now this is going to make sense in a minute. Bear with me. We left it in the drawer. Okay, now then. So in the same way... Jesus is the light of the world, but loads of people throughout the year leave him in like the manger. We've done the Christmas Day thing. So like the head torch didn't really, we, could, we didn't grab it. We didn't get the light because we left it somewhere. So many people this year and next year will stay in darkness. And it's like Jesus is the one that we need. Loads of people leave him to one side after today. It's like, no, he is the light of the world that you will need in your difficult year. Children and adults are all going to have difficult days this coming year. Maybe you had loads last year. It remains the truth that Jesus is the light of the world. And just to prove it, to wind this up, the Christmas message has never been a sentimental fairy tale that we're all just pretending is a nice story. Because, here's a question for the adults, when this text was written about him being the light of the world, it was a difficult world back then as well. Um, It's not a postcard world or a nostalgic one. It's pretty gritty at times. Who was in charge of the world when baby Jesus arrived? Anybody know? Well, not the world, that that little area. His name began with an H. Let's let the children have a go. Yeah, at the back. Herod, is he right? Here's some things about Herod, who was in charge of the world. It's pretty dark. And looking out now, I'm just going to like make this a lot less child-friendly than it could be. Herod was the Roman, king, the Roman client king of Judea, where Jesus was born. Very successful politician. He had to keep peace between Rome and the Jews since like 63 BC. Right. He's called Herod the Great. Listen to this. He rebuilt the temple in Jerusalem. He created the city called Caesarea on the Israeli north coast. It only took him 12 years to build that. He built palaces and stadiums and theaters, but he was a nutter, a psycho. He married 10 wives, right, and lots of children, and he thought that the children were going to take over his throne, so... I'll put this in children's terms. He bumped off three of his children. Bumped off one of his wives. um, Bumped off his mother-in-law. Several uncles he bumped off. Several cousins he bumped off. He lost a game of water polo once to a Jewish high priest, so he bumped him off just for losing the water polo. Children, you can ask what bumped off means later on. When he was dying... He was jealous that no one would cry at his death. Uh, So he plotted to bump off a stadium full of Jewish leaders. So someone would cry around the time that he died. But the plan failed. Um, In fact, I said to read when this cold came on, 
I don't think I'm going to make it, Rita. I got the man cold. And she said, take a paracetamol and I'll see you on the other side. <laughs> so I was like, well, no one's obviously going to be crying when I go either. But, but Herod, Herod had like the power to do something about that and really wanted lots of people crying when he... And some of you will know the sad story about how he cheated children around this time from Matthew chapter 2. So the point is, you turned on the news back in Jesus' day, there'd be crying people who have lost loved ones and had difficult days because of Herod. And it's really no different now. It's not a sentimental story this morning for the children and the adults. He literally is the light that in the difficult days, if you cling on to, he will whisper with powerful words into your soul, I've got you. Bring me the darkness within. Tell me about the darkness without. And I will make you joyful and secure and at peace in the tears and in the difficulties. That's the light of the world. So ladies and gentlemen, I do hope you have a lovely... I mean, it's quite a dip, like a heavy message that one. I know that. But I'm just, I just want you to grasp we're not fairy tale people here. Some of us really, our stories of our lives... Jesus holds us, and he's the light that every human needs. And in January, the Christmas trees will be cut down because they've been separated from their life source, and they're going to fade and die. And everything outside of Jesus is going to be like that Christmas tree, which is just disconnected, and it's just going to fade away, and it's going to like die. And Jesus is like, don't be like that tree. Be like me, and I'll connect you to God forevermore, and you'll never die. Follow me. Follow the Jesus Christmas tree, not the ones in your front room. Have you got darkness in your life or around you? Are you worried? Are you in sin? Are you crying? Are you anxious? Jesus says, I will share my light and hope with you this day and forevermore. I hope you have a blessed day. And, but if you are also anxious and stuff like that, Jesus is who you need. May you have a great day with presents and friends and family and joy, but also reconnect with the living God through Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.